0: Hey, everybody. The Epic driver from Callaway continues to make waves
1: on tour. In fact, a whopping 35 members of the European Tour were gaming Epic last week at the Malaysia Maybank Championship. And 94% of Callaway players in the field at the AT&T Pebble Beach National Pro-Am had Epic in the bag. It's been called Callaway's most intriguing driver in two decades. The Epic also has found its way into the bag of 2018 Ryder Cup captain, Jim Furyk, who made his 2017 debut at the AT&T. Of course, you all know the key to the Epic is the jailbreak technology, those two titanium rods inside the clubhouse, clubhead that change the way the driver, crown, sole, and face behave at impact. That translates to big league ball speed gains all over the face, and trust me, it doesn't feel too hard. It feels beautifully soft launching off the face. So don't take our word for it. No, 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 no. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com and get out to your local golf shop and test one of those babies out today. Don't sleep on the fairway woods either. There is Red Hot as well. And guess what? Shack House listeners, promo code HOUSE at the website. It's your friend. Spend $100 or more and get a surprise sp- surprise piece of Team Callaway swag. It is really cool. That's it. CallawayGolf.com, promo code HOUSE. Let's go to the Shack House. House, greetings from Riviera, Pacific Palisades, California. How goes it? Shaq, do I really want to
0: know how the weather is there today? No,
1: no, it's 75, but don't worry, it'll be miserable later in the week. Uh, We're going to get a big storm, but yes, uh, it's about 75. Absolutely not a breath of wind. It is beautiful out, and it's going to be beautiful tomorrow, too, even warmer.
0: So when you say rain, we have this event coming up at Riviera that has in the past um, been the victim of some, some weather, What is the forecast calling for?
1: Yeah, we uh, have rain in the forecast Friday through Sunday. Uh, That said, we've had a great run here in the drought years we've had. We've had very little rain at this tournament, so we were probably due. Of course, this is the tour coming to the West Coast and to Los Angeles at the one month where you're almost guaranteed to get rain, except when we're in a drought. So that the... it's interesting. The golf course is in an unbelievable shape. I've just been out walking it. But they're keeping the rough really low, which is something for people to keep in mind on their their fantasy picks this week. It is a absolutely just pristine. And the rough's only in about two inches, so watch out for DJ this week. Uh, it's going to be Bomber's Paradise. Of course, Bubba's a defending champion. And House, we uh, have a phenomenal field. Eight of the world top ten, 19 of the top 30. Uh, of course, Jordan Spieth is here, who won on Sunday at Pebble Beach. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, and he loves Riviera, even though he missed cut last year. Don't don't pay much attention to that. He was tired. Um, he just had remember that goofy international swing. And he is uh, somebody who played horribly here in 2015 and finished one shot out of a playoff. I mean, it was awful. Uh, and I thought he'd play well here last year, but uh, he loves course. Greens are perfect. Should be a great week for him. And uh, so, yeah, we're very excited. We just hope this storm fizzles out because it's a uh, best field that I ever remember having here. I mean, Mickelson's here, Thomas Peters. I- I've got like a wealth of riches of people to go follow. Uh, Sifford exemption was Kevin Hall. He's 34-year-old former Big Ten champion out of Ohio State. He's, uh, he's deaf since the age of two and just such a cool story. And a Pepperdine Wave just qualified out here on Monday. So it's it's just uh, it's really going to be a great week. I hope the, the weather guys Yeah, well, we have uh, uh,
0: what really amounts to a field that's appropriate for a major. We have um, the first appearance of some of the uh, Euro guys here stateside. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, Adam Scott's not a Euro, but um, this is his U.S. debut. We're going to see Sergio with his U.S. debut. I think this uh, Charles Schwartzel is in this field. Thomas Peters is in this field. So this is now it's time to start getting serious. Yeah. The schedule's starting to get serious. We yeah. put behind us the silly events, uh, and it hurts my feelings to talk about Pebble as a silly event, but, you know, those six... Eh,
1: yeah, it, it, it is in some ways, but I think this three-week run of Pebble Beach, Riviera, and and PJ National are three golf courses where you really find out things about certain players. So I, even though Pebble is silly in the sense that... There's the pro-am. I think the golf course still tells you a whole lot about who you're, uh, who you're looking at, and what kind of how How sharp sharp they they really
0: really are. Well, in that uh, vein, how about the final leaderboard from Sunday? I mean, we got a great push out of uh, DJ, and you just mentioned him as a favorite for this event at Riviera, and he's always on the list as a favorite for this event at Riviera. Uh, Jason Day acquitted himself very nicely after um, a Saturday uh, misfire, and I didn't get a mm. chance to read, you know, sort of what uh, ailed him. Um, Justin Rose was hanging around uh, yeah. on on Sunday, so the the final leaderboard uh, for. Uh, the pebble event as a precursor for you know the the really top-notch guys the only guy that i'm 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 kind of um wanting to see a great sunday out of is phil
1: well he's first course won here twice but he hasn't been here for a couple of years house so we're gonna see him doing the uh the, the commuting via plane from rancho santa fe every day and uh yeah it's about time for him to to show a little something, he's not been playing poorly, but and I think that's why he entered here this year. This is his chance to, uh, I feel like he 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 wants to come here because the way the greens are, this is how you find out how well you're stroking the ball. Uh, Poa greens that are 12 12 and a half, sometimes 13 on the stint meter that that kind of gives you a, a sense of where you're headed for, for Augusta Plus. We've just had a lot of people play well at Riviera and have that then translate on to, to, to good golf at Augusta a few months later. There's something about it. I think it's just probably the way uh, it's a strategic course. It's a big golf course in terms of uh, hitting the driver a lot, which we, we forget how many of these tour events, they don't get to hit driver anymore. So there are a combination of elements I think that are that make this week worth watching. Plus, it's just one of the best courses on the planet. Um, now, House, about Spieth last week, uh, I think one of the things that was really interesting uh, about the takeaway is is that it was really Sunday, his ball striking kind of carried him. And I don't know if you know, but a lot of players out here think he's kind of a uh, short-term phenom and that, that he'll come back to reality on the putting. And I have to think they're starting to realize now that that may not be the case. He still has mostly great days putting, but... The ball striking was pretty sweet down the stretch and that has to kind of maybe quiet those people down the naysayers. What do you think?
0: I couldn't agree more. I had not heard that criticism before this idea that Oh, it's a
1: it's, a, it's kind of a scuttle buddy kind of thing, you know, players and caddies, you know, they all like to be prognosticators They all think they can identify talent. And some of them can, but, you know, it's golf. It's just different than other sports. It's well, really I, hard to tell.
0: I certainly understand that impulse. I'm a guy that likes to put his money where his mouth is when it comes well, to yeah. uh, looking at talent and trying to come up with um, a formula that, that's going to not only produce winners on the tour, but produce winners in my pocket. But you know, uh, for for Spieth, that was that was a vintage Spieth performance, and he um, reminded us of you know uh, where he properly fits in the annals of 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 golf. You know, the historical success that he had, you know, barely eighteen months ago, and he wasn't able to repeat it last year, and the you know his performance on twelve. On Sunday at the Masters, will go down in history um, as a as a missed opportunity. But yeah. his performance so far this season, coupled with now he has on the resume that Pebble win, I mean he's got uh, he's behind only one other golfer in history at his age in terms of wins on tour, and you know who that golfer is. Yeah. that he's behind, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: it's uh, just the Tiger.
1: Uh, yeah, it's and, and and just just slightly ahead of Jack Nicholas, It's pretty remarkable um especially given uh, when you think about where he was last year and kind of having a down year supposedly uh which he did compared to the previous year but nothing was ever going to top that and he was tired and he was off, you know, and and, and even at the Masters he really when you we were I was doing a thing for Golf Channel the other day and we were talking about last, he, that that Masters he was he was not nearly as good as he was the year before, and he, he was just a little tired, a little bit off, and he and he still almost won the thing, if not for the twelfth hole. So, the the idea that he's now rested and he had a great off season, he, he looks better. You know, he's put a little weight back on. He's uh, he's just he's still talking to the ball. <laughs> well, that's fine. You know, uh, the, the, yeah, that's that's what he's going to do. But it, it seems a little less. Uh, Whiny, if you will. I hate that word, but it, it it comes off that way sometimes when he's a little bit tired or, or not a hundred percent. And, uh, it seems like the conversation is more about just perfecting things instead of kind uh, of, uh, of, complaining, whining about things that didn't quite go his way.
0: Well, it was noteworthy. The guys on the broadcast, and by the way, um, kudos to CBS for the broadcast this weekend. Uh, oh. all, my, my Twitter feed, um, Reflected mainly positive observations. I mean, there, there's still it's still like two turns, too saccharin, the whole thing, yeah. and you know, too much glad handing and and back padding of people that have paid to put themselves amateurs, you know, well-to-do amateurs that have paid to put themselves on television. A little too much of that kind of you know uh, uh, one percenter glad handing, for my taste. But yeah. there was a lot of golf, a lot a lot of yeah. golf, and and uh, I think it's right um, the observation. That was made to me was that you know they they got rid of that setup on 17 where the celebrities would come through and they would do you know these this fake yuck it up thing and uh (laughs) analyze the the celebrities garbage swings um uh they they mainly just delivered a golf tournament and and beautiful pebble beach um in all its glory uh over the weekend so i thought on balance um i saw mainly positive reviews what about you
1: Uh, You you know what? I made a commitment this weekend to watch via DVR. I just couldn't do it after uh, the last few events. And I did see some of the things you mentioned. And and I think Nance made a comment on the broadcast that suggests that they may have heard some of the criticism. I'm not not sure. I may be reading too much into that. But uh, that's a great thing that if they did adjust a little bit. I just still feel like I'm watching the same broadcast that I've watched since I was 16, 17 years old. And it still has a, a certain kind of uh, a flatness to it and a predictability that uh, I, just wish, I just wish they could uh, do a few more things that move things into the new century and move the, uh, the, the broadcast along. But uh, one other thing, though, that uh, before we leave Pebble Beach... Uh, I do think we need to talk about what Speed said earlier in the week, the, the scums. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so just to recap, I, I, I don't know how many people out there listening come to PGA Tour events, but after the round, most of the players are pretty great about signing autographs, and it's mostly kids, but there is a group that uh, you uh, sense are there to get autographs for things that they are going to sell on eBay. And this has been going on a long time. And uh, the players take very strong offense to it. And then at the Farmers down at Torrey, they actually had a kids-only autograph area, which was really cool. Half the players didn't know it, so they kind of walked by it. I don't know how. That's where all the kids were. But this is something that really bothered Spieth, uh, calling—I don't know. What do you, House, what's your theory on the scums? Do you think he, he somebody told him, don't say scumbag, or— no, I think it was. He just p- refers to them as the, as the scums. These, I, these I didn't guys. take
0: any issue with this verbiage. He could have been as. Oh no, I think as, it's funny. I just. Yeah, for just sure. Just, I mean, yeah. I you know the the basic thrust of his comment was you know he was focused on signing for folks that he um, observed were following him throughout his round, yeah. and you know some. Uh, contingent among the scums expressed their dissatisfaction with either the pace of his signing or the fact that he maybe didn't uh, indicate that he was going to give them any time and time love and attention and somebody made the comment about him uh, he's no no Tiger Woods and yeah. uh, he also overheard <laughs> an F-bomb as part of that so yeah, with the kids around. That's pretty bad. It was a great um, moment for him to go ahead and say, look, you yeah. know, uh, I have no obligation to do this for you. I'm not here for your cottage industry. Um, you know, and his perspective is that it's a a, a a sleazy business altogether anyhow. And I don't have an opinion one way or the other on, on that front. But he certainly doesn't have any obligation to do anything for anybody other than the kids, I would say.
1: Yeah. I've just always found it fascinating how how uh, bothered Tiger Gets very bothered by it. Jack Nicholas does. Uh, th- there's a whole uh, mentality there that they feel like people are making money off of them, and I and I get that. But it, it's fascinating that he gave it that much energy. Uh, you know, years ago, house I had. I, I have I have a book collector, and I love getting all my books signed. And so I had two of Jack Nicholas's book uh, instruction books, and I had Lacosta. Uh, on one hole, I went up and got him, you know, was practice round or pro-am, I think it was, and I got him coming off the green, and he signed one of them with his beautiful signature, and then about five or six holes later, I had the other book, and I got him coming off the green, and he stopped, and he looked at me, and I said, it's for me, it's for my collection, you can sign it to me, and he just, he <laughs> he looked at me, and he went, eh, he made this little jack sound, and he just signed it, and he gave it back to me, but it was fascinating to me at the time that, he. yeah, I was like 17 or 18, and that he was, even then, that was before eBay. And he was so offended kind of by the idea that possibly somebody was going to go and make money off of this. But uh, I think it's just kind of the nature of our sport. That said, a lot of these guys are now getting inundated with selfie requests. So it's I'd rather sign things than, uh, than, than have to pose for selfies.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of posing for selfies, that's about the only thing that our boy, I'm sad to say, at this juncture of of the season, and maybe th- this year, uh, and by our boy, I mean none other than than uh, Eldrick Tiger Woods is going to be doing it seems for uh, the for the foreseeable future. I was greatly disappointed by the news at the end of last week that he's dropping out of the the two tournaments, not only because of um, it essentially undermining my my hoped for theory as to why he pulled out of Dubai which was you know kind of protective and you know uh, motivated by wanting to get back stateside when he knew he wasn't up to an A-game performance Um, instead he is uh, it appears based on the fact that he's not playing in this event at Riviera and he's also out of uh, next week at the Honda he is hurt and uh, no foreseeable uh, return to the game And no, you know, anticipatable, like, you know, progress in Mm. terms of, uh, you know, just getting over this one particular ailment, um, which is, on the one hand, uh, very, very depressing. Twitter told me to stop um, trying to hang (laughs) in there on this, uh, Uh, my timeline.
1: Where are you then? So where are you?
0: Well, I'm over. I'm over him. I'm done with him. That's it. Mm You know, you know, this, the, uh, the No Laying Up guys um, said he's like the deadbeat dad who pops into mm-hmm. your life and you're you're super thrilled to see him um, when he's around. I think that's a good analogy, um, but yeah. that, I'm ready to give up on him.
1: Well, that's fascinating to hear because you've been a pretty strong supporter and I've been very eager to see him return and been trying to get very excited about it. But um, it, it has reached a point where you really do have to wonder – what what's going on and, and what we've been told and how much of it's uh, the truth or how much is related to stuff he's doing I mean I, I got to be honest with you house where it really bothers me uh, was seeing him show up in Dubai take off his uh, sweater and he looked you know he looked kind of pumped up again and I I just part of me wants to conclude that he's just just loves lifting and loves the stuff that gets him pumped up and, 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 and that's just nothing good can happen from that for somebody's back and um, uh, so I you know that in itself uh, I don't and again we'll never know we can we can only speculate and I don't even like the speculating it's, it's you know you hear the stuff about stage fright and all these other elements, and I don't buy that, but um, we don't have the information. There's nothing we can do, so we're over it, and uh, we'll just wait and see what happens, and who knows? Maybe he'll pleasantly surprise us, but it's not looking that way. Uh, Folks, let's take a quick minute, and then we're going to talk to our friend John O'Donnell today, uh, but first... Let's hear from our friends at Odyssey Golf, the number one putter in golf, because when it comes to putting, the best players in the world generate top spin at impact, and that is a big differentiator between pro and amateur golfers on the green. So uh, buy a show of hands who had all day to work on their putting. That's right. None of us, unlike a tour pro who has all day to perfect their stroke, regular guys like us don't. But never fear, because now you have a friend to help you compensate for that lack of forward roll. The new O-Works putters from Odyssey feature the micro-hinge insert that dynamically generates immediate top-spin and impact, regardless of how bad your putting stroke is. You know, within reason. And the best players in the world are also gaming O-Works putters. Played initially by Phil Mickelson during the Ryder Cup, the new insert is already hot on tour. That micro-hinge insert from Odyssey is, guess what, now, now available on pre-sale. Don't forget that promo code. House on orders over $100, and it will be in stores this Friday. That's the 17th, so go to golf.com to check out how this new way to roll works. All right, we've been wanting to get him on the show for a while. One of the things we want to do on Shack House this year is get people on in different parts of the country when the tour goes to certain places to highlight the golf scenes, and there's nobody better than Johnny O, John O'Donnell, to talk LA golf, to talk his incredible fashion uh, line of johnnyo.com that's johnny-o.com let's talk to john o'donnell john o'donnell where are we talking to you from today thanks for coming on the shack house
2: jeff thanks for having me i like to refer to this as johnny o world headquarters ah, and right, why right I, off the 405 why I i've it. seen it yeah but it goes back it uh, goes back to the early days when i started the the company and world headquarters consisted of my second bedroom <laughs> and people from chicago would say i want to come see world headquarters i'd bring them up to my condo and say well here it is so i think they thought they were walking into something a lot cooler so
1: so i the people out there don't know about johnny o tell us uh, how long you've been doing this how it started and why uh you yeah. as a as a good amateur golfer wanted to to get into the clothing business
2: Well, uh, I started it 10 years ago, um, came up with an idea, a concept. It wasn't so much that I wanted to be in the apparel business. I've never really had a huge affinity for clothing, but um, the concept of this um, Southern California version of the alligator or the polo horse or the vineyard vine whale or whatever you want to call it was something that struck me as being um, something interesting. So I cobbled together the logo and the name of the, the company and I, I bought some shirts and I stitched the logo on there, not me personally but got the logo on a shirt and, and there you have it and that was the start of it um, as a golfer you know, I didn't start it necessarily as a golf brand mm. and I don't know that we consider it necessarily a golf brand right now, we are in a ton of golf shops and we, you know, the golf community is very very important to us but as you know, you know all golf brands or most of them have evolved into less about golf and more about you know general lifestyle um, whereby you know people can wear the clothes on the golf course, but then they can go to the go to the bar to the, wherever they're going afterward and not feel like they're you know <laughs> looking like uh, a 1970s tour player. Yeah so uh, started about 10 years ago by me, myself and I we're up uh, right around 50 full-time employees now.
0: So, John, I have to uh, tell you, this was not a a put on or a put up. The Shack House uh, (laughs) listening audience may not believe it, but um, my wife has on three different occasions um, purchased me various Johnny O garments, the very first of which uh, was two years ago at a little shop up in Martha's Vineyard where we uh, got married. And I had not heard of the brand um, when she bought me the shirt, but I fell in love with the shirt that she bought me uh, immediately. And the reason that I fell in love with it was because of the tweener button. It's an incredible idea, an incredible invention. I know you were looking for a trademark, maybe even on it. Um, Tell folks a little bit about the tweener.
2: You know, thanks for recognizing that because... I came up with the tweener button about five, six years ago. And just to give the the listeners a, a brief description, it is basically a hidden button that bisects the second and third button on your basic woven button down shirt. Because we've all gone through that what we call the second button dilemma about whether or not you should <laughs> button or unbutton that second button. And when It's buttoned, you look a little too buttoned up. When you undo it, suddenly you go from nerd to, you know, Don Johnson, Miami Vice. And I thought, why isn't there something that can kind of give you the visual that you have two buttons unbuttoned, but it doesn't give you the full, you know, what we call too much wolf uh, visual where, you know, you're showing off too much of your chest hair. And so, you know, we do have a trademark, and I'm happy to report about six months ago we secured the patent on it, which is, is really great. And the great thing about the tweener button is not only is it a, I mean, it's not a uh, – what do you call it? Just some stupid little trying to be different. It is a massive game changer. All the guys know it when they put the shirt on, yep. and it's something that really differentiates our button-down shirts from the billions of other ones that are out there. Um, you know, it, it can be hard in, in apparel to differentiate yourself Other than a logo, maybe um, And you've got to continue to come up with things Where people say, you know what I'm going to buy that one because it has X, Y, or Z And that's what we've done with the tweener button So we tell people to make sure to activate your tweener
0: <laughs> Oh my goodness uh, yeah, I had no I idea that was that. coming
1: now, now, John, I'm I'm a huge fan of the tweener. I think it's right up there with uh, Thomas Edison's uh, invention of the light bulb. But uh, have you ever considered putting it on a golf shirt?
2: Just you know a dress it's shirt. It's funny you ask. We uh-huh. actually did some. We had some um, samples made up at the factory, nice. and they came back, and it wasn't. Hmm. We we kind of did run through it quickly because we were trying to see if we could get it into our spring line, and so maybe we didn't give it enough time at the factory and design, but it is something that we took a shot at, and I'm certain we'll revisit, but our first go-around it didn't, it was a little, uh, we, we, we didn't get it right, whether it was okay. the fabrication of a, a knit versus a, a woven, I don't know. But there is a place, I think, for the tweener on a knit polo shirt. I think
1: so. I was wearing one of your shirts today with a classic shirt. You're out here at Riviera and I'm, I'm yep. you know, I kind of want the tweener on this. I'm, I'm either, I'm going to I'm I look know a little that. too Lanny Watkins at Wake Forest. And, and if I buttoned up, yep. I was like, Ooh. yeah, because I've am been, been wearing them lately yeah. and I'm getting spoiled. Anyway, House, you got a question.
0: Yeah. I do. I know, John, you were at uh, Pebble Beach uh, the, over the weekend. Um, tell yes. us a little bit yeah. about your, your experience there. Were you there? Did you play this weekend?
2: No, no. I caddied for my brother, Chris. And for those of you that don't know him, he's a, he's an actor, Chris O'Donnell. And so he gets to play as a celebrity, even though he's not a celebrity to me. Um, and I've caddied for him before. He's played in about 20 years, so... Wow. This year, I decided I would a caddy for him. He said, hey, man, come on. You haven't caddy for a long time. I said, okay, I'm in. But boy, it's fun. But let me tell you, that's why my voice is so scratchy right now. The first two days <laughs> at Spyglass and Monterey Peninsula Country Club were absolutely brutal. The rain was coming down sideways. Um, the wind was howling. And needless to say, my little brother he got out a big, close to a tour-sized bag because he oh. wanted to have a lot of equipment and rain gear and umbrellas so i have a whole new appreciation for fluff that that's my <laughs> that's my my new whenever i see fluff norman they do that's pretty impressive because those first few days are tough but it's always so fun to be inside the ropes because you you know me being a, a golfer i love to watch the the pros play and to be able to it's even more fun going down when they're warming up and being able to go down on the range and stand there while my brother's hitting balls, but oh, by the way, you got Phil one slot over, and you got DJ one slot over, and to be able to sit there and watch him hit 30 or 40 balls is, is a lot of fun. So, Not to mention, there's, there's great nightlife. I see a lot of friends. Um, we got some great shout-outs from uh, CBS and Jim Nance and Gary McCord and... Um, and then Friday, uh, Saturday and Sunday were were beautiful out at Pebble, and Chris made the cut, which he's only done for maybe he's only made it maybe three times in twenty years, so it's kind of a big deal.
1: Oh, so he has a legitimate handicap.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, he <laughs> played well, and his and his partner was very solid. Chris was getting eight pops, and his his partner Adam Hadwin, um, yeah, this young guy, great. you know, shot fifty nine about. Yeah, he shot 59 about a month ago, so he got a lot of notoriety for that. But I, I'm looking for this guy to, to have some top 10s because he is is a great player and, and a great guy. And and we were paired with Kevin Chappell and uh, oh, a yeah, really great. nice guy. Uh, Joe Don Rooney, for those of you that don't know him, he is the lead guitarist for the Rascal Flats, and he is mm, a wow. great guy. Wow. Yeah.
1: All right, Johnny, yeah. so one of the things – um, we're trying to do this year as, as the tour moves along is to, to not just talk about the tour but talk about some of the cities where the, the tour is headed now you're yes. originally a, a Chicago guy and so you know that one of maybe arguably the best golf town in the United States what and you, you you've played everything around here in LA I know you're obviously a member of, a, of LA Country Club but you you've played the, the, the public courses you've qual- qualified at amateur events at various places. What would be your take on LA golf uh, now having lived here for for quite a while
2: you know it's a, you make great observations it's such a different animal from what I grew up on the north in the north suburbs of Chicago um, Chicago as you just said is maybe the best city for golf in America and it seems like there are golf clubs whether they're private or public you know every two miles and so you just had such a very um intimate golf community there um la is so different it's you know as far as private clubs i mean you can count them on one hand what's in the kind of immediate west la vicinity you know riviera Brentwood, um hillcrest bel-air la country club um and then you've got some great public courses and I've played on plenty of those and some different qualifiers and with some buddies. Um, but it's, it's, it's just not as, I mean, there's an intimacy, but it's just a smaller number of courses where you can build kind of these relationships with people. Um, people love the game out here, but there's, you know, I'm, I'm so fortunate to be at LA because, you know, if you aren't a member at a club, it's a tough city to play in. Yeah. Just, you know, you go over a Rancho and it's like, you know, you better, you know, lock down your tee time and there's, you know, standing in line and it's a great golf course and, you know, just driving to get to different places. It's a tough place to play. Um, but, you know, they love their golf out here. I just wish they could get more people to get out to, uh, you know, Riviera for the Genesis, uh, Genesis open, because, you know, to get a world-class field, it's maybe the best golf course they play on tour all year. But yet, the people in here in, in LA—they have so much to do. I don't think they realize what an opportunity it is. Yeah, um, well, it's the so. tickets
1: sixty dollars this year. I don't think that's going to help either. I, I have a big problem with these. Uh, a lot of these tour events going at that price. I just I think there should be a, there should be a cheaper price to get get people in, and then uh, a little higher. price price that maybe lets you sit in certain grandstands and stuff like that but get some people on site I mean this tournament used to basically I, give it, tournaments yeah. away and they used to get huge crowds and, and it was a party and it was a lot of fun and um, you know I think the bigger
2: problem of ticket prices is, is the, uh, the, the, the the damn parking uh, you know yeah trying oh, to yeah. park at Riv is so hard and it's 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 a real it's tough it's tough, not over but, um, got over. Uber's things. So yeah, that's last year They've set huge. up relationships. Yeah, they've set up relationships with Uber. But, um, you know, it's amazing. They have a great field there, and you go out there on a Thursday, Friday morning, and I'm telling you, you could have a group of Adam Scott, Jason Day, and whoever, and there are 30 people following them. And it's like, yeah. well, this is bizarre. <laughs> it's, it's, I know. It's really strange. So, but it's a good town, good town for golf and and some real classics here, as you know, Jeff. Yeah, and some real
1: characters too. If you go uh, hang out at Westchester uh, or, or Rancho Park, boy, will you uh, oh. will you uh, you see some beauties? All right, last thing, John, we got to ask you because H- House and I are kind of uh, interested in in the direction of where golf fashion has gone because so much more attention is paid to it. The players pay attention to yeah. it. They're they're more athletic. They want to show off their bodies. What? Uh, you know, what do you think is kind of the state of it? Is it this move to this showing off that they're athletes? Is it I'll this move you, it, of, of it, brands my, like yours? Yeah, what, what do you think?
2: Yeah, in my, in my opinion, and I'm no, you know, I'm, I'm founded a, an apparel company, and I'm, I'll be the first to say I'm no expert in apparel, but I think there is a huge movement towards, you know, we have four players on tour wearing us this year, Jeff. We have yeah. Sean O'Hare, Webb Simpson, um, Derek Paffauer, And it was my fourth, Kevin Streelman. And, you know, a lot of this was them approaching us saying, because there's not a lot of big money for X-ranked players in professional golf now. Um, The bigger brands, Adidas, Nikes, you know, people like that, they're not paying, unless you're maybe a top 10, 20 in the world, they're not going to pay a lot. They'll give you the gear, but but that's about it. Um, You know, these players make their money from, you know, sponsors, left chest, right chest, right sleeve, left sleeve, back, you know, you know, logo position. So the players are starting to come to us. I had three or four of them up at Pebble come to me and say, hey, you know, I'd love to talk to you because they want to wear clothes that they feel good about wearing. And when yeah. they finish playing, they don't feel like they have to, you know, rip into the locker room and get out of their, you know, <laughs> gymnastics uniform uh, so they yeah. can go, you know, have a beer. So I think, you know, the five pocket pant has really become a a big trend. Um, There's no doubt you're seeing more of that. Um, And I think that's going to continue. And now you've got all these different materials. Um, You know, the performance fabrics, what they came on big about six or eight years ago, maybe six, eight years ago. And now you're starting to see it continue with the performance fabrics, but a lot of different like, fabric blends that are trying to take that athletic look out of it and I think we've done a pretty good job of that we, we want to make sure that people can get the performance when they're wearing some of our polos or our pants but not look like they're going to the you know the local disco for a quick dance so um, we're, uh, we're just banging away on what guys are going to wear outside the ropes and oh by the way if it works inside the ropes too then that's just a bonus
0: well, that's a pretty nice segue, Johnny. I have uh, a knock-off-the-rust preseason golf trust. I'm here in Washington, D.C., so uh, I've been you know, anxiously waiting for the weather to change. But this season, going with a group of guys down to uh, North Florida... We're going to knock off the rust early season. I think, you know, you're talking about guys approaching you. I, I might have to approach you to outfit this little crew, yeah. some Johnny O. <laughs> We're going to be at TPC you know Stadium, Sawgrass. I mean, come on.
2: Listen, you just send me names, sizes, and one address, and I will send you a knock off the rust golf trip care package for you and your pals but it's going to be incumbent on you to send me the email. Okay. That's, that's easy. You're going that's to get easy. it in five minutes. All right.
0: Hey, All right. Two right, things on there.
1: John, I think I, I've read, isn't that correct on your website? You guys do something. You have a program like this, don't you? Sort of a buddies group kind
2: of uh, package. We've, you know, we've done a lot of, We've done a ton of, you know, buddies yeah. calling or emailing. and they're wanting, you know, they've got their bachelor party golf trip or they've got their annual buddies golf trip. And, you know, some of them even have names for them. I know me and my yeah. pals do. And they're actually, yeah, we do a lot of that. You know, I need, I've got, you know, eight guys and I want three shirts for each. I need 24 pieces and we want to put the, you know, the knucklehead open on the left sleeve. And, uh, and we do that and, yeah. um, we love doing it and we'd love to uh, set you up down there at TPC. The good news is also we are at TPC, Sawgrass oh, nice. in their shop, and they're putting us in the, I think, the, the merchandise tent I just heard great. for the uh, Players' Championship. Sweet. Oh, Sweet. That's great. So that is a pretty big deal for us. So I'm going to be looking for your email.
1: You got it. You got it. All right, Johnny. Well, thank you so right. much. Uh, obviously, if people want to find your stuff, Johnny. J-O-H-N-N-I-E dash oh, dot com. and that's the best place to, uh, to find you get on the mailing list you guys uh, yeah. do a great job letting everybody exactly. know when you got a sale or new stuff It's uh, you're not too pushy yep. it's just the right amount so uh, we thank you so much well, uh, good to hear and we uh, wish you all the luck uh, in the world with the uh, the brand it's just going crazy it's been so fun to watch its uh, ascension and uh, thanks, now guys. cool to see tour pros loving it so thanks John Got yeah. it. Well, I appreciate you having me. Thanks a lot.
0: Big thanks to Johnny O. That was an awesome uh, conversation we just had with John O'Donnell, the founder of Johnny O Clothing. Would also like to thank a couple other sponsors of the Shack House. Helix Sleep, night after night, two people lay in the same bed. But when it comes to a new mattress, only one gets their way until now. Introducing Helix Sleep, where you can buy a mattress online, customized for both of you, for hundreds of dollars instead of thousands. Go to helixsleep.com and answer a few simple questions based on four key preferences, and the result will be a custom sleep profile used to build you the most comfortable mattress you'll ever sleep on. Your mattress will arrive at your door in about a week. Shipping is 100% free. For couples, Helix customizes each side of the mattress, personalized to suit each of your bodies and the way that you both sleep. Helix customers report a 30% improvement in overall sleep quality. You have 100 nights to try it out. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and give you 100% refund. No questions asked. That's why everyone from GQ Magazine to Forbes are all talking about Helix Sleep, go to HelixSleep dot com slash house H O U S E and get fifty dollars off your order. That's HelixSleep dot com slash house. HelixSleep dot com slash house. Fifty dollars off. Friends, we also like to thank our good pals at DraftKings. Whether you are a bona fide golf aficionado like me and Jeff Shackelford, or you just live for the thrill of fantasy sports, you're going to love playing one week. Fantasy Golf at DraftKings.com where you could win your share of hundreds of thousands of dollars in prizes. DraftKings is the destination for one week fantasy sports and playing one week fantasy golf could not be easier. Just pick 6 golfers before tournament tees off Thursday morning, sit back, follow the action live outscore the competition and get paid and you know that i like to get paid if you're like me you're hanging on every single 300 yard drive snaking 40 foot putt like you're standing over the ball yourself and you may use some four-letter words if the ball doesn't go where you want it to go tournaments begin thursday morning so hurry to draftkings.com now to get in on the action Use code HOUSE and play free with your first deposit. That's code HOUSE to play free for your share of hundreds of thousands of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings.com. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See the site for details.
1: All right, now Al, so one of the things we just recently did here, because this is the time of year when the West Coast Swing is on everyone's minds, and then Florida's on everyone's mind, and then of course the Masters comes around, is we had a little debate on the Callaway community. Uh, I, I think I won. I think the referee said I won six and five, or was it five and four? Now it wasn't a fair fight, of course, because one, we all know the West Coast Swing is superior, uh, as we've already seen once again the great variety of golf courses. But you also are at a disadvantage this year because. Trump Doral is no longer on the Florida swing. They're going to have this cockamamie move from uh, Florida to Mexico and then back to Florida when they could have been playing the President of the United States' resort course, the Doral Blue Monster. But anyway, I urge everybody to go read really the back and forth. But uh, are you feeling any better about that match and 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 the Florida swing defense that you made?
0: Well, the only thing that I'll say is uh, that Florida has going forward. It's it's time for everybody to get serious and i i will concede that the exemplary field that's been assembled for for this uh um genesis open event at riviera this week is exactly what i'm anticipating seeing through the entirety of the florida run where the euro guys are coming across the australians are 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 across and uh we're starting to see fields that have you know 15 of the top 20, 25 of the top 40. The top guys in the world are all getting their games together with one thing in mind, and that is Augusta. And we are now uh, poised to start seeing some rounds in Florida where we're not going to see 15 under or 18 under or 20 under or 22 under. As the oh, winning score.
1: Come on, that's so, the best you got. Who cares about the scoring? We want we want some good scores. We want some birdies. It's fun.
0: It's it's come nice on. to see a little challenge out of the golf course. That's all we want to see. Uh, some natural defense mounted here, as opposed yeah. to these uh, these West Coast pitching putts with with these no, not These celebrities on, and, and stadiums nah. and you know
1: well i think our variety week to week's pretty pretty darn good out here on the west coast and uh, i hope the weather holds this week every year i really do they sometimes over forecast here by the, the coast unfortunately this year they've been right every time uh, about these storms that we've been getting so it, i mean i literally I just walked out there and i mean I, the golf course is just frighteningly good and it's it's a nice little sand. in it's drying out it's it's everything we could want but and then eight i've never i mean eight of the top 10 in the world here at riviera and adam scott starting his season here you mentioned that and justin rose justin rose getting ready to shut it down you know he hates the florida swing uh he loves to play early and uh he does not like the florida golf courses I, i'm not sure what it is but it's interesting and then you have other guys uh smiley coffin was one of them just mentioned he can't wait to get back on the bermuda back there and everybody has their uh, their their regions they love and uh, I just think that the POA that the players yammer on about uh, is really great at telling us who's, who's rolling the ball well. So I think that's um, why I love watching this tournament in particular, especially as the greens have gotten a little bit better. Uh, so I, I look for, for Jordan Spieth to keep it going, but Dustin Johnson's going to be really tough. I mean, he is just so ready to win here at Riviera. It's just been so close the last few years. and um, and, and with the rough being mown today, the way I saw it, uh, he can just absolutely bomb it out there and, and just have himself a good old time uh, hitting wedge into every hole. Um, anything else, House, you want to cover before we call it, a, uh, call it a show?
0: I'm just excited to sit back and enjoy this event, uh, watch especially the guys uh, tactically approach number 10, the iconic short par four, and um, see how many guys go bomber on it and guys, uh, you know, thing that I've come to learn pin in the back you're supposed to hit you're supposed to lay up but uh you know I I don't want to see any laying up
1: okay I just want to mention a, a little word from our friends at Callaway and Chrome Soft uh of course we know that's the ball that changed the ball you might not believe me but there are still golfers out there that have never even tried the Chrome Soft house can you believe it it's blasphemy uh those golfers I say what is wrong with you the best players in the world are changing to the Chrome Soft it's affordable. What's not to love? It's extremely fast. It's soft. It's unbelievably easy to control. It's a ball that Phil Mickelson uses to hit his signature high softy. It's a ball Patrick Reed uses to win Ryder Cup matches. And it's a ball Mr. 58 Jim Furyk used to smash that ball epic PGA Tour record. The Chrome Soft and the new Chrome Soft X are in stores now. Go to CallawayGolf.com to learn more. And hey, if you are over, if you order over $100 worth, don't forget that promo code HOUSE. Alright, HOUSE, a couple things uh, this week about PGA Tours. We have the 10th at Riviera. For years, we have bitched and moaned, so we got it now. PGA Tour Live has uh, great coverage of the 10th hole, so if you're sitting at the office this week, Tune into PGA Tour Live uh, before the Golf Channel broadcast, and you'll be able to get to see a lot more of the play there. It's really fun. Something crazy happens in every group. Uh, I will be uh, on Golf Channel every day from here doing reports and, of course, on Twitter, the Twitter, and uh, at Jeff Shack, and you're at House from D.C., and it should be a fantastic week, so look for a lot of good coverage. I'm also going to be doing some stuff for GolfWeek.com. I'm going to try to do some. Go out now and shoot some video house. I
0: hope there's some folks that that see you walking around out there and give you a, a nice check house.